Hello and welcome to the first official episode of Minty's Room. I'm your host Mariam and today with Ramadan right around the corner I thought why not do an episode about Ramadan throughout the years and you know what Ramadan could look like for us this year. If you are new here I do recommend you go and listen to my intro episode. It's basically just an insight as to what this podcast is going to be about who I am um, because I'm going to be skipping on doing a long intro at the start of each episode um, so if you do want to know any of that you can go listen to that first and then come here but yeah let's get this episode on the road shall we so around this time of year you know right before Ramadan or even in Ramadan if you're listening to this in Ramadan I'm sure it still applies people are really getting excited for the month and everyone's preparing in different ways so some people are doing decorations some people are planning what they're gonna eat you know some people are cooking just the other day we made like a batch of about 100 spring rolls um some people are setting their goals for ramadan you know planning what they're going to be doing every day planning how they're gonna get closer to allah during that month and some people are doing all three you know they're preparing with the food Preparing decorations and then also, you know, looking at the spiritual aspect on top of that. Either way, there is usually quite a lot of excitement surrounding Ramadan. And it's always been that way, um, as long as I can remember. However, on a personal level, I feel like your attitude towards Ramadan changes throughout your years. And it depends on, you know, what age you are and, you know, what life situation you're in. And I say this mainly because during high school and college time, Ramadan fell during the period of time where I had exams. So for five years straight, or maybe four years straight, for four years straight, I was stuck doing revision during Ramadan. And my whole Ramadans became about how can I fit in revision? And so I would stay awake all night revising and I would sleep all day and that was it for four years straight. That's what I was doing. And it really felt like I wasn't getting the most out of the month at all. Uh, And I did not realize until the lockdown Ramadan came. But before I talk about the infamous Ramadan lockdown, I'm gonna be taking it right back to when we were kids. So when I was a kid, Ramadan fell during September time and then The years after that, it came during summer. So those were the long fasts. They were like 2 a.m. until 10 p.m. fasts. And I think I was about like nine or 10 years old at the time. But let me tell you, the vibes were immaculate, okay? I was the most excited kid during Ramadan time. I loved fasting. And I remember before that, before I started doing the full fast, I used to beg my parents to let me fast. And I would ask them and ask them until they finally let me do half fast. So, you know, like you fast, like, I don't know, at school and then you break your fast when you come home. And then when they started letting me do full fasts, that's when, you know, it was a super long fast. And that was in the heat of summer as well. So that's super hot weather and super long fasts. I don't know how I did it. In fact, even my younger brother, who's two years younger than me he did them as well and he was like eight years old or something ridiculous like that so that is honestly wild to think about but like I said when we were kids we just had that extreme excitement and we didn't feel the struggle to be honest I do think that I used to just sleep whenever I came home from school so maybe that's how I survived and I would literally wake up like right before iftar so I don't know is that cheating I don't know I mean if you're 10 years old I don't think it matters but yeah regardless of that the point is 
we had that excitement towards Ramadan and we really, you know, felt the happiness that came with it. I think that's also because of the food now that I think about it as well. <laughs> yeah, because once a week we would all go to my grandma's house. So all my aunties and uncles and cousins would all go and each family would bring like their signature Ramadan dishes. And so we'd get to try all this different food and all these different desserts. Okay, I'm definitely getting a little bit too sidetracked here. Let's just rein it in slightly. The point is Ramadan was this really exciting time as a kid and we used to really look forward to it every year. I went to an Islamic primary school as well. Um, it was quite a small one, there weren't that many students. So they really made an effort to make Ramadan into an exciting thing for us as well. So, you know, everything would be Ramadan themed. All our subjects that we did, you know, maths and English, they'd make everything about Ramadan, which I think is obviously unique to Islamic schools. I don't think any other school would do that. But again, it really added to that excitement as a kid. Then came high school. Uh, again, I went to a Islamic high school, so my experience might be different to other people. Actually, no, it'll definitely be different to other people's experiences because when I tell you that my school placed a focus on Ramadan, I really, 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 really mean it. They changed everything about the school during Ramadan time from the uniform to the timetable. Everything became Ramadan oriented. So school would start later than usual and they would shorten lunchtime, but they also shorten lessons as well, I think. And they changed the school uniform to make it a more lighter material so that you wouldn't feel too hot. They also gave us a lot of gifts during Ramadan, now that I think about it. At the start of every Ramadan, they would give us a pack with like dates, a du'a book, the translation of the Quran, a water bottle, things like that. They did a lot of iftars as well, um, so people would stay after school and have iftar at school, which was nice. And they would really cater to us and make sure that we weren't having like too much of a difficult time. So even like PE, for example, everyone would take it easy. And in a lot of the lessons, they'd take it easy as well. We wouldn't have any uh, internal exams during Ramadan either. If you had GCSEs, then that's obviously different, but they wouldn't organize anything too strenuous for Ramadan time. But they had decorations around the school as well and they really made an effort to create a Ramadan atmosphere and you know make you feel the excitement. So I would say that really applied for the first four years. So the first four Ramadans that I spent at that school really felt the atmosphere. Oh and on top of that they gave us extra holidays during Ramadan so from what I can remember they used to give us time off towards the end of Ramadan so that you can spend the last 10 days you know because those are the most blessing, blessingful days in Ramadan. They would give us those days off and then extra days off for Eid as well. I remember our parents weren't too happy about it because we spent a lot of time out of school. But meanwhile, obviously, you know, we were happy. We weren't complaining. So yeah, catering a lot towards our Ramadan needs. But then year 11 came and it was GCSE time during Ramadan most of our exams were during Ramadan now that I think about it and we even had some exams on Eid as well which was you know it was fun I guess but that Ramadan was the first time where uh, a lot of people decided not to fast because they thought that it would be too hard to fast and do their exams but I remember it really became a debate because people were uh, trying to decide whether they should fast or not and people were talking about it openly and saying 
that they would find it too difficult to do their exams and fast and that you know they'll just make it up later. I remember some people would even say that they'd just have water um, throughout the day that they wouldn't eat anything but they need water to do their exams and you know as we all know fasting is compulsory in Ramadan for everyone who's capable of doing so. There's no exception for people sitting exams. And I remember discussing it with some of my friends at the time. And we were saying that in Ramadan, when there's so many rewards available for you and so many blessings available for you, why would you choose not to fast at a time when you need Allah's help the most? It was just a very interesting thing for us all to witness that people were making that decision. Obviously, everyone was young at the time. You know, when you're sitting at GCC, you're uh, 15 or 16. But it was, yeah, it was an interesting topic of debate at the time. And it was the first time that I'd witnessed people consciously deciding not to fast. Bearing in mind that I did go to an Islamic primary school and an Islamic high school. And I grew up in a very practicing family. But yeah, that was the first, I guess you could say, controversy surrounding Ramadan. <laughs> but following this timeline of Ramadans, that was the last Ramadan I spent at the Islamic high school and then after I went to a regular college. So I only spent one Ramadan in college because in the second year um, school was cancelled so we spent that Ramadan in lockdown but for the first Ramadan during college time for me it was the most detached I'd ever been from Ramadan if that makes sense because it was my first time being surrounded by non-Muslims during Ramadan and I didn't feel the vibe. That sounds so bad, but it's true. You know, in my first year of college, I didn't have any Muslim friends. I think I had two Muslim friends in college and everyone else was, um, I think they were all white and they were all non-Muslim. And so I didn't feel the vibe. <laughs> I need a better word for that but I'm sure you understand what I mean because we were studying for some exams that we had I was following the same routine as what I had in high school so I was staying up all night studying and then sleeping throughout the day when I didn't have um when I didn't have to go to school and so I wasn't taking the extra steps that I needed to and that I usually would do during Ramadan and you know I wasn't reading as much Quran as I wanted to. I wasn't meeting any of the goals that I wanted to meet. And I just felt overall quite detached. The days just felt like regular days. There was nothing ultimately special about those days. It literally just felt like my normal routine. And I didn't go out of my way to make it special for myself either. It was literally just my normal school routine. Only difference was I was hungry and that's it. During this time, I was also struggling a lot with some subjects I was studying. And so all in all, that Ramadan wasn't the best I've had. Um, I really did not meet any of my goals. Like usually I really aim to finish the Quran at least. And I aim for a lot of other things on the side. But I didn't meet any of my goals that year. And it just felt like, unfortunately, it felt like a pretty big waste of time for me. I did not make the most of it whatsoever. I think after Ramadan was over, it made me realize that you can't rely on your surroundings to make Ramadan special. 
especially because you're not always going to be surrounded by Muslims all the time. You're going to, you know, go to college. You're going to be in the working world. You have to figure out a way to sort of make it special for yourself and make sure that you are actively taking steps to make the most out of it. Now, this leads me on to lockdown Ramadan, which took place the year after the one I just talked about. So during this period of time, exams had been cancelled, school had been cancelled. I was literally doing nothing at home all day, every day. So when Ramadan came around, it became apparent that it wouldn't be like other Ramadans because we couldn't have like, you know, iftaris, we couldn't invite people over, you couldn't go to people's houses. We couldn't have tarawih, which I feel like is... A very big part of making Ramadan feel like Ramadan is, you know, when you go to Tarawih at your local mosque. And I remember everyone was complaining and saying that this Ramadan wouldn't be the same as other Ramadans because we couldn't do all the stuff we would usually do. And you wouldn't have that like community atmosphere that you usually get with Ramadan. But I will say that everyone was wrong. This Ramadan turned out to be one of the best Ramadans I've ever done. And it probably will be the best Ramadan I'll ever do because it was literally just Ramadan. That Those 30 days were just centered around Ramadan because we were at home doing nothing all day. There was no distractions, there was no exams, nothing to take us away from that. It was just Ramadan. It really gave everyone the chance to reflect on themselves and on their deen. Me especially, I got a huge chance to really reset my, you know, faith in Allah um, because I'd just gone through a pretty tough time in college and so I was really able to, you know, bring it all back to basics and just reconnect with my deen and honestly, it was perfect. People describe Ramadan as a reset for the rest of the year and to be honest, I never really felt that until that lockdown Ramadan. It definitely gave me that springboard effect that I needed it felt like I was falling before that and I was pretty far from my deen but then that Ramadan really brought me back to it and then there was 2021 Ramadan where things were kind of getting back to normal but not really because we were still coming in and out of lockdown at the time and also people were still being quite cautious so we didn't really do many group iftars I don't think we did tarawih at our local mosque I'm not sure about other places but I think that was quite rare as well so it definitely had a similar vibe to 2020 Ramadan where it's a bit more of a slower pace um, not too much happening but again another good opportunity for you to reset your deen and meet some new goals break some old habits but yeah that brings us to this year 2022 Ramadan so for people in their late teens or early 20s I know for a fact this Ramadan is going to be quite different from most Ramadans that we've had so far because a lot of us are in uni or we're starting work and that means that you have to take your own initiative and find a balance between your new adult life and Ramadan whereas when we were younger in school or sixth form or college or whatever we had a set routine and we knew exactly where to fit Ramadan into that as an adult or as someone at uni or someone in the working world you might find that a bit harder to manage that's why it's so important for us to take it back to basics this year I think 
and you know read upon the significance of Ramadan and really understand what it means and what this month can really bring for us it does sound really basic but I think we underestimate how important it is for us to do that because only then can you really take the effort to incorporate it into your new adult life and really find a way to center your life around it rather than the other way around it's not about finding time for Ramadan in your daily life it's about making your daily life Ramadan that does make sense I promise you just listen to it again or listen to it twice and it will make more sense I promise (laughs) or maybe I'm just waffling who knows either way this is a topic I feel very strongly about especially because the last thing I want is for people to waste time during Ramadan or waste a whole Ramadan when it's an opportunity that only comes once a year and like everyone always says you never know if you're going to make it to the next one like anything could happen so really take this opportunity and act like this is your last chance to become that person that you want to be whether it's breaking some bad habits that you have or making some good new ones cannot stress enough that we should all be using this opportunity to really reset who we are and just bring the dean back into our lives if there's anything you want to learn about if there's anything you want to incorporate into your life now is your chance and now more than ever but yeah so regardless of how difficult it may be to incorporate Ramadan into our lives as adults like I said we can always take those steps to make it special to make it important and as significant as it was when we were kids and like I said no one's gonna do it for you especially at this big age we have to take the steps ourselves and you may think hey maybe I can do that next Ramadan but no you're wrong now's your chance now's the perfect opportunity so why not do it this year anyway I think that will be it from me today I hope you enjoyed and I hope you did learn something I will be posting episodes weekly I'm not too sure on what day that will be but make sure you follow me on whatever platform you're currently listening to me on because that way you can stay updated if you want to as well you can follow me on twitter at minty's room or you can contact me through email if you like minty's room at gmail.com i would appreciate any feedback you have if you have anything you'd like me to talk about if you have any questions or if you just want to say hi i would appreciate it either way but yeah i have no clue how to end this without sounding super cringy so i'm just gonna stick with i hope you have an amazing week i hope your ramadan goes well and i hope to see you in the next episode bye for now